0: The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may
1: appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella.
2: Well, welcome to another broadcast of Hope Reigns, which is a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, a national ministry that travels on a moment's notice to help families after natural disasters like Hurricane Ida, which we'll be talking about in a minute on how God is moving through his people to serve families in need in the state of Louisiana. But before we even get down that avenue, I want to welcome co-host Mr. Mike Fiala.
0: Well, good morning, Steve. It is so good to see you. And uh, yes, it's been a whirlwind, you said, on a moment's notice. Well, it's been a moment for the last year, has it not? And it, especially the last few months.
2: It has been nonstop. We started mm-hmm. the in Kentucky and Louisiana. We went over to Texas and Mr. Mississippi, in Alabama, in New York, in Iowa, and other places, but now Hurricane Ida, Mike, it has got our full attention uh, as we serve families yeah. in the New Orleans area. Mike, I, I just got back. I, I came back home for a couple of days. Okay. There's some family things I you know, I need to be a part of. But as you know, I'm headed back in the morning. And right now, Mike, we have about, gosh, 45 leaders that are in two different states, Waverly, Tennessee, okay. where there was flooding three weeks ago, and of course, helping out after Hurricane Ida. Mike, I, I'm, I've been doing this 16 years. I know. and other than Hurricane Katrina in okay. Bay St Louis and Waveland I have never seen the destruction I saw this mm-hmm. past week in Laplace Louisiana we're gonna be talking about that in a little bit Mike I, I mean I got home and sure. you don't you don't you don't become numb to this
0: no no because I, I could see it in your eyes folks that are listening now Steve and I just brief each other and talk a few minutes before we go on the air and when you walked in the room i just looked in your eyes i knew that you were down there and then just just seeing it in your eyes and hearing the stories it's it's my heart is just sunk to the ground i mean three hurricanes in that area flooding um you know that ice storm that they had, or the, or the freezing pipes. <laughs>
2: it's just it's, it, it's been a whirlwind for Louisiana. Yeah. Delta, Laura, uh, flooding in base, or excuse me, flooding in Lake Charles, and then an ice storm, and now Hurricane Ida. Mike, here is a stat: twenty two thousand power poles. Oh come on! In the state of Louisiana, was busted. They were all busted in half like toothpicks. That's more power poles than Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Delta and Hurricane Zeta combined.
0: Okay. So you just came back from there, standing on somebody's front lawn. I mean, what what is the, the? I mean, how can you just describe the mood down there with so many hits and what, as bad as this one is, I man, I can see it in your eyes. How, I mean, it's, how do you say, it? how are those folks surviving? How, how are they doing? What's happening down there? I don't know. It's a tough one.
2: Mike, they're shook up.
0: I know. Mm -hmm. You know,
2: we were in Laplace, Louisiana in 2013 after Hurricane Isaac. Mm. And the facility that we stayed at, Mike, you were there. You were leading worship. uh, The community center right on Route 51 in Laplace, right off the highway. uh, Windows are blown out. That building has gotten significant damage. But the homes, the families we helped in that subdivision behind that facility, all those ranches, I mean, these are smaller, you know, fourteen, fifteen hundred 1,500-square-foot ranches. And, and Mike, every single roof, everyone, needs to be replaced. Every single family had multiple feet of water. Mike, I showed you a picture before we started the right. broadcast mm-hmm. of one of the families where we go to the house and you bring all those all those possessions, mm. just not the drywall and the flooring and the carpet. But we're talking, I mean, you saw the picture appliances sure. and, and furniture everything. and, and cl- I mean just everything. And Mike, you know, we have been praying with so many people. I prayed with the gentleman that was handing out food at at New Wine Fellowship, which was where the men slept in 2013, Pastor Mm -hmm. Neil Bernard. And we're going to tell you how we're going to help out Laplace here later in this hour. So hang on tight. But just know that today, saints are serving in Waverly, Tennessee, helping out families who lost loved ones. Because of of recent flood. Sure. And today I just saw a picture from Chandler Gurley, who's our director of operations. And, and it's, it's a picture he said, Steve, we got a full house. I mean, I, Look they're, at they're, that. they're all eating. They're getting ready. They're going to do a little worship and devotion. And they're going to be serving families in need in Mandeville, Louisiana, in just a little bit. So, Mike, the need is huge. We're going to pivot, right? we're going to we bring go. up that word again. There we go. We are going to continue to modify what we're doing and how we're doing. But we're going to continue to serve families in Mandeville, Louisiana, which is just north of New Orleans. We're going to be helping out in Lacombe and Covington. Uh, we are going to bring. Th- I believe well over a 1,000 volunteers will be serving with us. We're going to be there to the 25th of this month. It's free. We provide food and lodging. You need to come. It's that simple. Mm Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, sign up. You have to need to be 18, come for three days, five days, 15 days. We'll be there to the 25th. But also, Mike, we're announcing now today um, on this broadcast that we're going to also be sending teams down to Laplace. So we're going to have, once again, people in three different parts of the country at the oh same my. time, Waverly, Tennessee, the Louisiana, and now Laplace, Louisiana. And what we're going to do there, Mike, is we're going to get people – We're just going to tarp roofs. Our goal is to tarp hundreds and hundreds of roofs so families don't have any more damage other than the damage they already have from that three feet of water. That's number one. Number two, Mike, there's no power. Okay. There's no running water, very little running water in mm-hmm. certain parts of Laplace. We are buying truckloads of water and bringing them to Laplace. Oh my. We're bringing our feeding team from Tennessee when they wrap up this weekend, and they're going to make thousands of meals every single day okay. to serve families in Laplace with food and water. Oh, come on. See,
0: and, and as bad as this is and as heavy as we started this program this morning because it's a sad, such a sad thing, the excitement is – Close to 300 people already are are, are volunteering. Uh,
2: and, yeah, actually, and they're getting yeah, actually more than that because we have, there's 300 in Tennessee and and right, uh, and, and, then, and, and 200 in Louisiana. Okay. And again, we're expecting before the 25th to have well over a thousand people serve with us. And and you're right, Mike. This is during a pandemic. Yes. And yet the saints are rising up. And so today I'm going to ask you, right off the bat, I'm going to ask you to be praying. Before we even get to our first segment, I'm going to be asking Mike in a minute to pray for the volunteers in Louisiana and in Tennessee as we wrap up our, our efforts in Waverly. I'm going to ask you to volunteer. Come, come for a day. You know, yesterday I got a phone call from a church in Buffalo, a suburb of Buffalo, saying, Hey, we haven't traveled with you guys in about five years, but we want to send 10 people. Tell us more about it. I'm like, Amen. So, volunteer, go to the website, 8Dshope.com. Hey. Mm. Lastly, donate. Yes. That is so come important. On. So, Mike, as come you on. know, I mean, you're a board member of 8Dshope. There's seven board members, mm-hmm. and we have partners, and they cover our fixed cost. They do. And some of our mm. partners, and I just want to say thank you, I think of Provia. They make building materials in Ohio. Go to Provia.com. I think about American Family Radio. I think about Destiny Worship Center, Grace Church in Houston. I think about the chapel in Western New York, New Point in Ohio, and we'll tell you about others. They cover our fixed costs, so every, every dollar you single,
0: donate
2: right. Come on. 100% gets Goes passed through, through go. to families in Louisiana. We're going to give you our word. Mm-hmm. i mean i just told mike the monies that have already come in the last couple of days so that's why we went ahead and said you know what let's go buy fifty thousand dollars of food sure let's go feed people mm.
0: we got to pray father i thank you so much for what you birthed, and i'm gonna th- i'm thinking of Steve's father uh years ago um when Eight Days of Hope was born, for this moment, for this time, for this season. Thank you, Father, for the donations. Thank you for the funding. Thank you for the volunteers. God, we pray your blessing over these volunteers. Lord, you just keep them safe, protect them. Lord, I believe that there's many sitting, listen to this radio broadcast right now. you desire them to be there. They desire in their heart to be there. May they be motivated to, to get up, get into the system, and, and get into their cars and come out and volunteer yes, and, and help these people in need. Father, we just bathe all the families that have lost loved ones. They've lost all their possessions. Let there be hope. Let there be hope. Let there be Jesus in the center of this. And we thank you for the provision in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. amen thank you Mike thank you. you know we are so blessed to have 181 volunteer leaders and probably 60 maybe 70 of them will be at one of these two disasters they have been or will be over the next couple of weeks so continue to pray for the leaders protect them as well as health. there is a pandemic. we're doing things a little bit differently. Again we provide food and lodging pray volunteer donate follow us on social media. Uh, we just, you know, go to our website eightdaysofhope.com. Watch the video that we just filmed in Louisiana two days ago. It is up on our website eightdaysofhope.com. Uh, we filmed it in Laplace, Louisiana. So you will see visually what I was trying to communicate a couple of minutes ago. But again, please, before we go to break, would you consider a donation today? You can mail it to PO Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi. 38803. That's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi 38803. You can donate online, a one-time gift, become a monthly partner. You know, this is our eighth disaster, 2021. We always say yes before we raise one penny because our partners are amazing and, and they allow us to have. I mean, we, Mike. Before we go to break, we have shower trailers mm-hmm. in, in 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 Louisiana, multiple ones. We have two feed units in Louisiana as we speak. We have rapid response trailers. We have our washer and dryer trailer where right now families are getting their laundry done for free. Ten washers and ten dryers are going non-stop in La Plaza, Louisiana, to give people the dignity of having sure. clean clothes.
0: Sure. And and folks, did you hear what Steve had said? We go before the funds are raised. There's a need. We go. And that's how we can say donate, pray, donate, volunteer, but, but donate, 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 because it's all going to those folks on the pictures and the images that you see. Every penny goes... Nickel, diamond, dollar goes right to the front lines.
2: Yeah, and we're going to be there for a while, Mike. We've already announced that we're going to be there to the end of the month. Probably will continue. We might take a week or two off. We're not sure, depending on how the leaders line up. But always sign up for our email alerts on our website, and you could be brought in the loop. Hey, thank you for joining us. Hope does reign. right? His name is Jesus, and his father sits on the throne. Uh, They weren't caught off guard by the flooding in Tennessee or the Hurricane Ida that affected Louisiana all the way up to New Jersey in the New England area. Um, He's in control, and he has called his saints, the church, to respond. Pray for those who need help. Pray for those serving those who need help. Consider volunteering. Last time, please consider donation. 8 Hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Gary Wilkins. He's been leading the efforts in Waverly, Tennessee. And then the second segment today, we're going to be talking to Danny McQuett, who is a pastor at Church of the King in Louisiana, where our home base is in Mandeville. So a lot going on today. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Mike appreciates it. Yes. You're, you're going to leave encouraged that even during all these tough times, um, God is still shining through his people. He is. He is. So let, let it shine, let it shine, <laughs> let it shine. You can sing, I can. All right, <laughs> hey, when we come back, Gary Wilkins down in Waverly, Tennessee. Listen to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope.
1: 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human. Human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com. P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: The fastest-growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry, and for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com.
1: Are you past the point of weary? Is your birth- carry. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all that's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way over the rain.
2: Welcome back to Hope Reigns a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Ann Wilson singing her latest, My Jesus. I don't know if you had a chance to uh, hear that before the broadcast this morning, Mike, but that is... Uh, yeah, familiar
0: think, with the song, but I didn't, yeah. didn't listen this morning, but sweet, sweet. It is
2: climbing up the charts quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. She's, got a, she's got a great voice. And right now, <laughs> I tell you, people in Louisiana, people in Tennessee, Mike, mm. they need something in their mind, and we are praying through the volunteers. They see Jesus, sure. and they realize that they need Jesus.
0: They need people to volunteer and come out because it's it's a real live flesh and blood that is standing on their front lawn and, and just loving on them and praying with them and helping them clean up. And there's just something about, hey, you're, you're here to help me. Why would you do that? That question comes up mm. so many times. And then you get a chance to just share the love of Jesus.
2: So before we bring on our leader, Gary Wilkins, who's actually in Waverly, Tennessee, Mike, um, let's just go back. About three weeks ago, a very quick flash flood hit a town of about 5,000 people in Waverly, Tennessee. And Mike, I hate, hate sharing this. Mm. Um, 21 people passed away, including... Precious, little, I mean, every life is precious, but little children yes. and and you know being swept out of parents' arms, right. Mike. Some of those stories, oh my gosh, my heart was broken.
0: I I had to reiterate one story. Uh Four young ladies came out of their house just stick like a, a, a picture of how this flood water, mm-hmm. was, water was coming, and this railroad track broke, which was holding water back, and it was like a dam. It was like a dam, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was something like about eight to 10 foot wave just came and washed. Several of them away, it was was a horrible story. I I, I just boxed a Kleenex next to me and saying, I gotta get down there after that.
2: You know, Eight Days of Hope saw the flood and the next day leaders, volunteer leaders, not staff, Mike, because we're pretty much volunteer led. Sure. And and matter of fact, I think in (laughs) Waverly, we might have a staff person that popped in for a day or two, but I never even made it because of Hurricane Ida. I was planning to be there, but I tell you, the leadership team, uh, the volunteers did an amazing job getting it get going. And Let's get to our guest, uh, Gary Wilkins, who is a missionary with Eight Days of Hope, him and his bride, Lacey. They just moved to Mississippi more than a minute. Gary, um, good afternoon, brother, on the East Coast. Good morning here in the Central Time Zone. How are you, my man?
3: Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great. How are y'all doing?
2: man we're we're uh, we slept in our own bed last night and and i know you did not back home so uh we're probably i'm not going to say we're doing better than than you because you're seeing jesus move through those volunteers almost 300 people gary have come to waverly to serve families in need I, I, you must have seen jesus move these last couple weeks
3: oh yeah absolutely i mean through um through the volunteers through um just the stories that we're getting from um just neighbors helping neighbors families you know coming together um it's just it's just amazing you drive down the the main street here in waverly and just see um just so many people from the community i mean everyone is is out helping each other it's not you know this is me and my little problem it's 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 like it's it's everybody's problem and they know it and they're they're just they're just loving on each other it's just it's just amazing to watch i mean it's it's bad that it, it took something. It takes sometimes it takes these things to, to bring people together like that. Mm. Um, but a lot of times it does.
2: Gary, before we get too far into Waverly, um, just want to welcome everyone to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We share God side stories from the mission field. Gary Wilkins is our guest this first half hour. He is uh, leading volunteers in Waverly, Tennessee, serving families in need. Before we get to Waverly, tell the listeners a little bit about you and your wife. Uh, I believe you just sold a home. You moved to Mississippi. And just give, give the listeners a little bit of a background on you.
3: Um, the short story, um, we've been married 25 years, um, have Yay. two children. We just moved to uh, Mississippi. Um, I'm not even sure when it was. Uh, we actually, when we moved, it's been six weeks or so. We moved. We got to stay three nights in the house, and we left and went to Cedar <laughs> went to Cedar Rapids for a week and a half.
2: Sure, we were in Iowa. And we were,
3: yeah, we were supposed to come home. And the plan was to, you know, get some furniture and get stuff really completed in the house. We were there one day, and this flood happened, and we were off again. So, we've actually spent four days in the house so far.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. So. So, Gary, let me ask you, uh, What what is your background? We know you're a missionary now for Eight Days of Hope. What what, what background do you have?
3: Um, as far as work, um, I've been in um, construction, site development, um, anywhere from taking down trees and clearing lots to put up a building to put in, putting in utilities, uh, driving a truck, heavy equipment. Okay. Um, Basically, a lot of hands-on stuff.
2: So, so, Gary, you and Lacey moved to Mississippi, and like you said, you've been in your house for like three days. Uh, you've already been to Iowa. You went to Tennessee real quick. So you're down there. One of our leaders wasn't feeling well, and so we, we asked. We've been praying for you that God would show you that you could lead a rapid response team, but when you were asked to lead all of the volunteers and you had never done that before, what's going through your mind?
3: Um. Honestly, the first thing that went through my mind was, you know, I'm not ready. This this is not me. I've never been one that wanted to be in the front. I like being the number two guy and make somebody else look good. You know, me do my job, <laughs> helps them out, helps them look good. Mm-hmm. That's always been that's always been what I've, I've liked is sure. not not being the one up in the front.
0: So you got so. up front though. <laughs> what did you do next? Yeah. You were you were yeah. holding the microphone with the TV cameras going. Go Gary.
3: All right. Yeah. So and uh which it was ama- it was I mean I know it was a god thing. It's the way it was intended to happen. Um the night that um I talked to Chandler and she said, you know, she asked if I would take this ring, Um I said, you know, sure. I mean, because to me I didn't know what would happen if I didn't. You know, what would happen to this this trip and the, okay. the people here that needed the help. Sure. And I walked out, sat on the tailgate of my truck, and I was asking myself and my wife, I asked her the words, how did this just happen? Mm-hmm. You know, I like being in the back running a chainsaw, and now I'm the one in charge. And I turned and looked at the Trace Creek Baptist Church, where, which is where we're staying. They've got the—a lot of churches have messages on their signs. And I turned and looked at their signs. And it said, are you running from God's calling?
2: Oh, my. Oh, okay. Got goosebumps, brother. Yes.
3: There was was my answer.
2: (laughs) Amen. Talking to Gary Wilkins, he's down in Waverly, Tennessee, where about 300 people have served with Eight Days of Hope, serving the families in the community that had a rapid uh, flood, uh, a flash flood about three weeks ago. Over 20 people passed away. Gary, serving with the leaders in Waverly, there's a different... As one leader said, I don't want to use the word vibe, they said there's a different feeling, a different vibe as we're serving this community because it's so small and so many lost their life. H- have you sensed that? What What have you sensed as you've gone out and served and led?
3: Uh, yes, it is, it is definitely it's different. We've been on you know several floods and we see each disaster, a lot of them, they, they have similarities but they have their own little things about them. But this one is just it's just way different by the, the way it happened. It was, you know, so yeah. unexpected, so quick, so big. Um, and it was in parts in confined spaces, but it's just, uh, yeah, it was, it's just different. Um, yeah. It's really hard to, like I said, different vibes. It's just, yeah, it's just different than a lot of them we've, Uh, been to sure
2: so explain to the listeners what eight days of hope does when there's a flooding uh, a flooding disaster like this the volunteers come in Uh, what's the typical work that they're doing
3: the the typical work is going in we call it mud outs Um, sometimes it doesn't include mud but this one actually does Um, where we go in and anything um, from that got wet inside the house from the water line down has to be removed whether it's sheetrock Insulation, the ductwork under the house, the appliances, cabinets, flooring, hardwood—you um, know, all the flooring. Anything that got wet has to be mm. get cleaned out, so we can, in turn, put in dehumidifiers, dry it all back out to where it should be, to and then we'll spray for the the mold to make sure that right. mold doesn't start growing. So good, so good. You, get,
0: go ahead. you get, let me let me back up you, just a little bit. I'm still kind of hanging my head on your your surprise leadership <laughs> surprise what was you're the? In,
2: you're in charge <laughs> yeah.
0: so and, and i can see you know that you're you're obviously a hard worker you know what you're doing give us a little bit more of the the emotions and the thoughts when you had to first stand in front of a crew and say you do this and you do that explain a little bit of that
3: um every chance i get i run from that I've never I've never wanted to be in charge and um it, I didn't want I never wanted to be the one up front. I don't like being in front of crowds, I don't mm. like speaking in front of people. Um and just the the thought of getting up there just, just it really terrifies me. Sure. Um a week ago it did. <laughs> to now to now not so much. Um but that first night I spent praying a lot. Um mm. because I know it's 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 not me. It's not in my personality um, to get up in front of people. And so I spent a lot of time praying that night and just asking that, that God would give me, you know, the wisdom, the words, the, you know, just just give me what I needed to be able to lead this crew um, to be to do his work
0: and the reason I brought that up again is because this thoughts going through my mind that somebody's out there listening and here it is God calls and God prepares you had no expectation of that and but God called and you answered the call and he really prepared you for that moment there so i just want to encourage listeners that to come out and volunteer and as you do you, you might be asked to do some things that are not in your comfort zone but god has prepared you and he's calling you to go and serve people
2: yeah mike god, god's timing is perfect right i mean it, i mean it is i mean it's You know, God had Gary and Lacey um, there. They just left Iowa. Uh, They're missionaries. They raise all their own support. Go to 8daysofhope.com and click on who we are, and you'll see missionaries. And you can see a picture of Gary and Lacey. Click on that and make a donation. 100% of your donation goes to support Gary and Lacey. We don't pay them to go and serve with 8 Days of Hope. They're not on a staff. They don't get a salary. They don't get health care. They go because God's called them to be the hands and feet. Gary, you're an inspiration to people who are listening right now saying, I've never even been on a missions trip. I've never prayed for anyone on a missions trip. Heck, I've never even donated toward anybody going on a missions trip. Today's your chance if you're listening. Again, go to 8dayshope.com, who we are, click on missionaries and and meet Gary and Lacy. Gary, we only got a couple more minutes, but I know that you've seen God move not only while you've been leading but while you've been down there. If if, you know, when you leave, what is the the story or the moment you're going to be thinking about? It? Was it when you were sitting on a truck and you looked up and saw that sign? Was it a volunteer you encountered or a family or somebody in the community?
3: Um Probably the moment sitting on the truck seeing that sign was, mm-hmm. is the first one that comes to mind. Sure. But there are there's there several small stories um, that I've been told about um, that just just that grab you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like there's a there's a young lady, my wife was out on one of the teams the other day, there's a young lady they went to to serve and help her clean out her house and she said that this young lady was she's six year clean six years being clean, oh, um, oh boy. and she's just struggling, mom of two, oh. and the flood came and just wiped everything out, mm-hmm. and she lost everything. Um, and her words were, I, you know, I finally have it together," and then this oh. happened. But oh. then through through conversations, she's she's leaning she's leaning on Jesus because because her oh. words were that. She has things together it's not i had them together but mm. they're mm. still there and, you know the flood didn't right. change none of that for her which a lot of times that will i mean you could easily that can change a lot of the you know people's perspectives right. if they're if their focus isn't on jesus and and what mm. he what he's done for us
2: mike she saw jesus in those volunteers mm, absolutely. i guarantee you you know and especially someone who's you know six years clean one day at a time. Sometimes things like this, there's a trigger, and, yeah. and thankfully, volunteers with Eight Days of Hope they were in Waverly, Tennessee, loving these families, loving on this individual, and and Gary, thank you so much for your leadership, brother. I mean, you're amazing. Um, love you and Lacey. Uh, I you know I hate that there was a disaster. I hate. I don't love disasters. God used this disaster, though, as well, Gary, to help you in your growth and what he's preparing for Mm. you uh, in the future as as well. So, Gary, I I just want to say publicly thank you on behalf of all the leaders of Eight Days of Hope. We love you. We're not going to let you go without praying for you. I know know you got a busy day ahead of you as you (laughs) want to finish strong, but man, I'm proud of you. I'm I'm thankful that Mike and I can call you a friend, you and your wife. And, um, Finish strong, brother. But yeah, let me pray. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for Gary and Lacey. We do, We thank you that a simple yes Mm. has turned into so much more. That's right. Not because of Gary, not because of his wife, but, Father, because of you. It's working through Mm. our friend. Mm -hmm. Lord, your timing was perfect. Sitting on that truck, Father, when Gary looked up, you spoke to him, and we thank you, Father, that mm-hmm. you are a God that speaks. And I pray that our listeners, Mike and I and Gary, that our ears will always be on, mm-hmm. our eyes will always be open to listen to how you are speaking to us. That's be right. with Gary today as he um, prepares to finish strong. Um, thank you, Father, for the volunteers that are serving. Uh, Lord, right. I know they've been doing an excellence. Give them safe journeys home. Um, Father, we lift him up to you. We thank you. And Father, I just pray that somebody out there today is stirred by Gary's story, that they would find a way to support him as a missionary at mm-hmm. the website. That's right. I pray, Father, that you would provide those resources. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, brother. God bless you, Gary.
3: Yes, you too, Steve.
2: Love you, like, man. We'll get
3: to actually see you face to face one day soon.
2: Well, we're gonna, we're. Gonna, if, I'm going to be in Louisiana a lot the next four, six, eight weeks. So I have a feeling you're going to be headed down there at some point.
3: Oh yes, we will leave here. We'll be home for one night, and then we head head down to Louisiana. <laughs> <One night.
2: laughs> of course, because that's who you are, man. I'll oh, see. I'll see you yeah. this upcoming week. All right, brother. God bless All you, right. man. Right. Gary Wilkins, one of the missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. We're getting ready for our second guest here in just a minute, Mike. And, and I know we got to take a break. Mm-hmm. But what goes through your mind uh, when you when you think about Gary and the leaders serving in Waverly, Tennessee?
0: Well, it's just his call to leadership and it's atypical, you don't come in and say, hey, I'm ready to lead, I'm this and that, as a rule. Um, It's always the, the, the humbling moment, but then there was a great need and I could see him wrestling with this is not my personality but mm. he stepped up because he saw the need there right. and then God provided so that that's guts I like the guts of a man that does that. <laughs>
2: Do you know what's interesting is you know we have about eight people that lead rapid response trips and Chandler and I she's our director of operations she'll be on the show next week talking a little bit about Louisiana and our efforts down there but we were talking about a couple others that we had really kind of like you know we highlighted in yellow saying okay who are the next person or two okay. you know there's a gentleman up here in Buffalo and then we thought of Gary as well and for Gary to be in that role and to say yes yes because we, yes, we yes. knew he didn't want to hold the microphone we knew he didn't want right. to be in front of you know 293 people serving but God knew what he was doing.
0: And you saw something in them. Oh, yes. And I'm sure that knowing you, Steve, and Chandler, you, you prayed, uh, Lord, stir this guy's heart. And didn't God put him in a position oh, that, yes, he stepped up and, and it's a success story in the Lord?
2: Yes. Humble leader. Gary Wilkins. Again, go to 8daysofhope.com to learn more about the ministry as we wrap up in Waverly, Tennessee, helping out over 60 families, gutting out their homes, mucking out their homes, helping them after the recent flood. 21 people passed away. Such a sad, sad story for such a small community. But... Saints showed up, volunteers with Eight that's Days right. of Hope. And again, go to the website, hope.com, Click on who we are, and you can get to meet uh, the missionaries, Kerry and Lacey Wilkins. Hey, when we come back from our break, we're going to be talking to a pastor at Church of the King. They're in New Orleans. They have multiple campuses. He is there right now. We are there right now, not Mike and I, but our leaders and volunteers, and we're going to get an update of all that's going on with Hurricane Ida. When we come back, you're going to hear more about Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope.
1: Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope.
2: 8 Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At 8 Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com.
1: Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country.
2: Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our Northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com.
1: Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today.
2: Brain's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, so much going on. Volunteers leaving Waverly, Tennessee today after serving three weeks. Mm -hmm. 21 people passed away. Mm. Yet hundreds and hundreds of volunteers with Eight Days of Hope loved on families in Waverly. We just talked to Gary. While we were there, Mike, a hurricane came. And Mm. we're not talking about a baby hurricane. No. Hurricane Ida as you and I talked in the beginning of the broadcast, has done some significant damage. And, you know, I was sharing with the listeners that 22,000 power poles were, were destroyed. That's more power poles that were destroyed than Hurricane Delta, Zeta, and Katrina combined. Power is a big issue we're going to talk about it in a minute. But, Mike, just watching some of the stories on TV, I know you haven't been there yet. What's going through your mind when you're, when you're hearing from our leaders and, and seeing some, some of those stories?
0: Well, first of all, I'm very excited in in the midst of such a devastating situation that leaders are stepping up. We're still talking about we're in a pandemic here and they and they're coming out and serving, but when when I see all the I guess you got to call it de, debris now, all personal items at a, at a curb just and some of them Stevie, you know we've been in this place. We've been to Laplace, we've been to other areas. This is the second, third time. Yeah, and yeah, just, serving some of the same families, your heart just sinks. It's just like you—you—you you, you, you want to scream to the mountaintops. Come mm-hmm. on, folks! You got to get together and get out there and help.
2: Well, here's the great news, though. Church, as you're listening today, you could be in Kansas. You're in Iowa. You're driving down the roads in North Carolina and saying, "You know, gosh, w- what can we do?" Well, first of all, you can pray. And, yes, and, and come on. Here, your prayers have been answered because God has got some amazing churches in Louisiana. Today, our guest um, is Danny. Mike, he's a pastor with Church of the King. And, and actually, Danny, you are, I mean, you're there. I've been there and I'm gone. I'm coming back. But brother, you've been there since really the, the first hour of the storm. Um, first of all, welcome to the broadcast of Hope Reigns. How are you doing, my friend?
4: I'm good. I'm good. I'm honored to be with you guys today, it's for sure.
2: Danny, so much that we want to discuss with you over the next 20 minutes, but before we go anywhere, tell the listeners a little bit about you, uh, your family, and Church of the King, because it's an amazing church with multiple campuses led by some amazing leaders, and you're partnering with Eight Days of Hope. So let's start there, Danny, before we get into Hurricane Ida.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, Steve, I uh, I'm I'm originally from this area. I I actually live in a house that's probably five minutes from the house that I grew up in, and so we understand hurricanes here in southern Louisiana. Um, I was here during Katrina, um, but but there's definitely ones that stick out more than others as far as the damage that was done, and this is this is a major impact. It's really a major major impact, and so. To be here, to be boots on the ground, part of a local church, um, that's making a big difference in all, our, reg- our region because we have several different locations. And then to have you guys come in and and be the church with us and partner and really hold hands with us to impact our communities, it's just been an honor. And the stories I'm already hearing back are just, it's just amazing. I'm so grateful for it.
2: So Church of the King is based in Mandeville. Not based, but that's kind of like your yeah. your mothership, right? Explain to the listeners. Yes, if, explain the other locations where they're at. Yeah, yeah, the at. Church of the King. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so Church of the King, our, our original campus is in Mandeville. And if you're familiar with the geography of New Orleans, it's, it's right north of Lake Pontchartrain, um, which that, that lake kind of became famous during Katrina because of a lot right. of flooding that occurred. And so... Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of our home base. Uh, a lot of damage. That's actually where you guys, A Days of Hope, is based out of right now. Um, we are we are kind of the suburb of New Orleans, known for our beautiful trees. And uh, when you have a massive hurricane like Hurricane Ida. And those trees cause a lot, a lot of damage. And so houses, block and roads, driveways, and, and that's what you guys have helped so much with. We also have another campus um, location in Kenner, Louisiana. It's right, literally, you, you can see the air, airplanes flying over the, the heads of our people who are serving out there. So it's real close to the, the New Orleans airport. Um, and so we have a lot of relief efforts going out of there. It's about a 15-minute drive to Laplace. Um, where, uh, If you've watched the news, there's been a lot of devastation related to both wind um, and flooding. And so I know Eight Days of Hopes down there. Actually, we have one of our pastors, his in-laws live down there, and you guys have been serving them. Uh, so that's another location, another great location that we have. We have one in Baton Rouge um, as well. About ten minutes away from LSU, so we're excited to be out there. We have two in Mississippi, one in Bay St. Louis. It's a little beach town um, that was totally devastated during Hurricane Katrina, which is actually how that that location started, and that it became part of Church of the King earlier this year. So we have a great campus, man. They love serving, and then we have another location in Gluxy, Mississippi, and uh, and then we are actually we're very excited. We are officially launching. A, uh, a site in uh, South Atlanta, Atlanta, the South area right nice. south of the airport in Peachtree City that's launching this weekend. That, that kind of was a God thing. We were, during COVID, people were watching our online services, and it was a, a couple that had been part of our church for years, moved up there for, for business purposes, and, and uh, man, had about 50 to 60 people watching in a couple different homes and called us and said, help, can, can we start this church? You know, can you guys help us? So we have a pastor up there. We're launching that. So um, just really honored and excited about everything that God is doing through Church of the King. It's a real privilege to be able to serve our communities, especially in a devastating time like this. The Church really gets to be the Church and really love people with God's love.
2: We're, talk- we're talking to Danny Mikay, who's a pastor of Church of the King at the uh, Mandeville campus, where Eight Days of Hope will be at least until September 25th. We're serving hand in hand. Mike, as you know, we always try to work with the local church because at the end of the day, we're leaving and the local church is so important. And Danny, let me just say this publicly, brother. We've been doing this for 16 years. We have partnered with thousands of churches, thousands. And I don't say that pridefully. I'm just thankful that God has allowed us to partner with so many churches, so many different ways. Brother, Church of the King, I'm telling you, I was telling my wife last night, she's like, all right, I know you're going back tomorrow. You just got back yesterday, but tell me more about this church I said Charmaine that's my wife's name this church mm-hmm. they get it they understand they know how to mobilize their people they know how to encourage your people you guys do an amazing job of equipping the saints um, what is the secret recipe brother I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you I, I watch you and the leaders and I saw more red shirts with serve on it than I've ever seen in my entire life how do you guys pull that off it's amazing
4: yeah well I don't, it's not super secret. Um, it, it's in the Bible and so uh, but it's really modeled by our senior pastor and his wife Pastor Steve um, Robinson and Jennifer. Um, they've been out there on the front lines um, a lot. I mean, a whole lot. They led charge during recovery after Katrina. They've been out there um, you know since then, but obviously with Hurricane Ida. but it, it's really going back to just what the word of Word of God says. It's, it's go make disciples. It's Ephesians 4: 12 where it says, you know, that we're called to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. And um, we've got some great paid staff, I mean, world-class paid staff. Once again, our, our senior pastor, Pastor Steve, he's, I mean, he's he's the best. Um, but part of that is we're called to equip the saints, and so that's a real focus of ours. And so when you see people mobilized and rallied and willing to serve, it's, they have the love of God in their heart, and, um, and they know what they're called to do. And so it's been amazing to watch the people of our church, our staff, respond in such a way where, we literally get to be the hands and feet, and whether it's reports I'm getting back from you guys that have been, you know, removing trees and helping gut houses or our food distribution where you just see tears in people's eyes and they're so thankful. We had a lot of people show up at our different locations that have never been to church before because they've been served this past week when their homes were devastated. They, they couldn't get their hands on water. And so we just know God's called us to be the hands and feet of Jesus and love people, and there's no greater opportunity than in the middle of the crisis to stand up, be the hope of the world, be the joy that God gives us, and, um, and step to together. Yeah. So it's, it's modeled by our senior pastor, and um, we've been doing it for a long time, and this is just a moment, yeah. I think, where it shines even
0: greater. Sure. So, Danny, let me ask you, because I'm a pastor on staff and, and not that many campuses, what is the the mode of operation of communication? That's a lot of communicating has to be, through, be with all those
2: yeah. uh, it, churches. I mean, especially when there's markets with no power, no Wi-Fi, <laughs> no cell phones. Yeah. So do you send smoke signals up yeah. or something like How that, brother? How do you get through all of this?
4: Well, I, I, yeah. well I, I will say this. It's interesting to say that. So we stayed half the storm. And, um, you know, so Monday morning we kind of crawl out of your houses, and, and, um, and one of our other executive pastors lives less than a mile from me. So after I checked on my house, and, and thank God it wasn't too much it was yard damage, but no house damage, smash fences, but that's about it, is I drove down. Because cell phones were out right, I mean, there was nothing. Right. And uh, so I drove down right. to his house, and I said, hey, what's the plan? He goes, well, let's go see. And so we started driving. And literally we go, hey, let's go see who's in town. And we kind of knew who was in town because we we'd touched base before the storm. And um, let's all try to meet at the church at noon. And that was it. We had to drive around. I, I actually couldn't get to one of our other executive pastors. I was, Houses. they were okay but into their neighborhood had about four feet of water so I couldn't <laughs> I, he mm. wouldn't come into our noon meeting I couldn't get to him <laughs> and uh, and so that was our mode of operation driving around telling people stuff for the first day <laughs> um, cell phone service finally came back on a little kind of spotty but text messages were kind of sort of going through um, about 48 to 72 hours after the storm it got a little bit better but um, we have a once again we have a phenomenal team and uh, a lot of group text messages yeah, it, it just keeping mm. people in the loop, but even like our Mississippi campuses, we're not hit um, too, too 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 hard, and so they've been running a lot of food and supplies, and for us a lot of volunteers, because they're sitting there with power, they don't have trees down on their house, and so they're in a position of strength to come serve right. in the communities right. that, uh, that weren't in a position of
2: strength. Talking to Danny Mikay, he's a pastor with Church of the King, churchoftheking.com, if you want to learn more about that church, and uh, amazing pastor, and we're talking about Hurricane Ida. Again, if you'd like to volunteer, go to 8daysofhope.com, we'll be there to September 25th, and Mike, as you know, we always need a good partner, because at the end of the day, yes. you know, we're going to feed, and, and we're going to house hundreds, probably well over a thousand volunteers you know, maybe even fifteen hundred mm-hmm. before this all wraps up in three weeks, right. or or we we think about what Plan B is. Um, and the answer from Church of the King mm-hmm. from the first moment was yes, 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 yes absolutely. You know, it, never hesitation, just working. Uh, Brother Danny with you and your staff. And you know what? You lead by example. I I know when I arrived, I came in, I think maybe two days after our leaders start setting up a camp, volunteers hadn't showed up yet. And I remember the first time I met you, you might not know this, but someone said, oh, there's Pastor Danny. You got to go meet him. He's been our contact. You've been talking to him on Zoom. You were handing out food. And about 10 people from you was the lead pastor, Pastor Steve, and Mike, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking about a, a pastor right. of a church with multiple campuses, 6, 8, 10,000 people every Sunday during norm, normal times, right, going sure. to church. And, he, and, and you guys Danny. are modeling that for your congregation, and right then and there, Danny, I knew we had partnered with the right church.
4: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I tell you what, I just love what God is doing, unfortunately, because of a disaster, but I love that Church of the King has taken the lead. Hey, today, maybe you're listening and you want to sow into those helping out with Hurricane Ida. Uh, we normally don't do this, but I'm going to encourage you to think about, pray about donating one of two ways. Yes, go to 8dayshope.com. Yeah, yes, we'll use those dollars. We're going to be feeding people, we're going to be there, you know, I think well into October. But I'm encourage you to do something we've never asked you to do before: donate to a local church. Go to churchoftheking.com, make a donation. I'm telling you, I know this team's heart. Yes. It's all about That's serving right. families in need, and they always say yes. Um, and and I know that they will be grateful, and those they'll use those resources very wisely. Hey, brother Danny, we only got a gosh five minutes left. Moving forward, there's so much going on. Like you said Laplace Mandeville New Orleans uh, Covington Hammond um, what what what's going through your mind as you are communicating to your staff about what the next 30 days and down the road could look like
4: yeah well there's as, as you've seen Steve there's a lot of a lot of damage and it's just really a lot of opportunity and so we've talked to our st- our team uh, we'll continue to get the word out to our dream teamers that this uh, maybe the immediate Stuff as far as, you know, gosh, I can't get water, and we're obviously helping out with that. Some of that stuff will eventually come to an end as as power starts to get restored. Um, I know in some areas they're still probably two weeks away, maybe even three weeks away. Um, But the word idea is uh, there's a lot of damage still, which – that gives us as a church the opportunity to continue to be the hands and feet of jesus and love people because when people are hurting it doesn't matter their political views it doesn't matter their religious views it doesn't matter you know color of right. skin none of that matters in that moment we're all we're all god's creation sure. um, and it gives us an opportunity just to love on it and so we are I mean, we're here. We're, we're not, we, we didn't pull trailers to get here. We live here. Right. We're in the middle of it. Right. And we don't we want to see this happen again, but we do see it as an opportunity to do exactly what God has called us to do to be his hands and feet, to love people with no sure. strings attached because we genuinely love them. And because um, God loves them, and that's, that love is in our heart. And we, we are presented in the midst of a disaster. just like you guys see all the time. It's an opportunity to share the love of God in very tangible ways.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and then let the Holy Spirit do the work in those people's heart and draw them to Him.
2: Churchoftheking.com for more information. They're based in Mandeville, multiple campuses, I'm telling you. And again, I, I know I'm going to be back down there tomorrow. Um, we're going to get to know you guys pretty good, I think, over the next uh, next mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, but appreciate your heart. I think so appreciate your pastor's heart. Uh, it's been fun serving yes. uh, alongside with a local church. That's so important. Brother Danny, before we let you go, I'm going to ask Mike to pray for you. Mike's been a pastor for decades, and he understands that you know, you've know you also got a family, right? <laughs> you right. also have yeah. your health. Yeah. You also have your mental well-being. But Mike, can you pray for Danny sure. and the team down there at Church of the King?
0: Lord, just hold hold everything Steve just said. Uh, Danny's a pastor. He's a man. He's a a father. He's a husband. And, Lord, he's got a a, a love of Jesus within him and and just, just passion for his community. And, Lord a lot of responsibility on his plate so i pray in jesus name you give him clarity yes, you give him blessing physically mentally emotionally spiritually thank you for strengthening his leadership and his leadership team and thank you at the end of the day that people will come to know christ as a result amen. of what they're doing and serving amen. and loving people we pray this and ask for it and and say it yes let it be done in jesus name mm, amen, amen. Danny I'm gonna Amen. give you six
2: I'm going give you sixty seconds to close out this segment brother speak to the listener that's right now driving down a road in Mississippi or Georgia and they're thinking about coming to serve share with them sixty seconds or less why they should come serve with Church of the King in eight days of hope in Louisiana
4: yeah well thank you guys so much for the opportunity to be on with you guys and to share the news that we have the gospel it's the greatest hope in the, in the world and so um... If you're driving wherever you are, you're listening to this wherever you are, and you're wanting to know how you can help, obviously donating can help, but man, there's nothing about being boots on the ground. You get to look a homeowner in the eye, shake their hand, pray for them, bring them hope. We've already heard so many testimonies of of people who are going, I'm coming to church, and it's not just about church attendance, but you guys know what coming to church means for somebody's eternity and, and the hope that that brings, and so... When you serve practically and it's, it's hot and they know you're sacrificing to be out there and they see people, whether it's locally in the community, serving others in the community or, or partner great partner like Eight Days of Hope and people driving from Iowa and, and Ohio and Kansas and all over to come here, it just opens people's eyes yeah. that church is not a building, but it is a life-impacting, eternity-impacting mm. gospel That's that true. is being literally lived out in front of them. And we, once again, we, we've, we've seen that happen over and over. And when I was talking to our, our senior pastor, Pastor Steve, last night, he just goes, hey, I know disasters are tough, man, but what an incredible opportunity. And that's what we see it. Amen. And so if you want an opportunity to share the gospel and guaranteed to make an impact, come down and serve.
2: Amen. Thank you, Danny. Love you, brother. Can't wait to see you this uh, yeah, this upcoming couple days. Um, and thank it's you for time. all that you're doing to supporting Eight Days of Hope. You guys have been an amazing host, yeah. and here you are serving the community. And it'll come by me, Mike, and say, "Steve, you got everything. Need anything?" <laughs> Chandler, yeah. how are you? Can, yeah. You know, can I help you out? Can I'm like, dude, we don't, we're now <laughs> low good, maintenance, we're good. low <laughs> maintenance. But Danny, love you, brother. See you soon. <laughs>
4: Thanks. Yes, sir. Talk Danny to you
2: later. Danny Mike, Church of the King. Go to churchoftheking.com. Mike, there's a lot going on. We're in Tennessee. We're in Louisiana. Again, go to the website, eightdaysofhope.com. Pray, volunteer, donate. Every dollar you donate, every penny, we will use 100% pass through to those in need in Louisiana. Mike, we only got a couple of minutes, but what's going through your mind? Let's focus on what's going on in Louisiana because that's where we're at the next three weeks as we pull out of Tennessee today after being there for three weeks. But what's going through your mind?
0: People have to step up at this point. Please step up. You hear us say every week, pray volunteer and donate all of those times 10 these people are desperate uh, and and in need they're they're trying to work through this now this is not just one right. one hit this is like the third hurricane uh, ice storm flood I mean how much can a person endure they they really need the help and the support in every way so mm-hmm. you know again pray, volunteer and donate.
2: So we're going to be in Mandeville to the 25th at least. Sign up for our email alerts at 8dayshope.com even if you can't go to Louisiana because it looks like we're going to be doing something or things in Louisiana in October but we haven't finalized that plan yet. We're in Laplace. We're going to be there for the next two weeks tarping roofs. Mm -hmm. We're going to be feeding people. We're going to be bringing truck... Well, we're not doing anything. God's sending truckloads of water through 8 Days of Hope. God's sending food uh, tens and tens of thousands of meals will be, will be made by the cooking team with Eight Days of Hope and handed out for free. And that's new. We haven't done that. Never. Never. And you know what? God's going to provide. Yes. God's going to provide the people, the the support team, and the, the resources financially so to we feed. can do. Right. And, and I'll tell you this. I promise you, as one of the leaders of Eight Days of Hope, we are going to be sharing Jesus. We're going to be sharing the gospel. And I'm telling you, Mike, not because of us, but because of God in us, right. through us, working through us. That's right. We're going to share some miraculous stories in the next couple of weeks.
0: They're going to surface. I mean, they're, they're, they're surfacing already. So, uh, yes, uh, please uh,
2: get involved. Yes. I, I'm, I'm just so <laughs> Amen. overwhelmed. Pray, with this. pray, pray, pray. It all starts yes. with prayer. You can yes. pray right now. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. We really do appreciate it. You know, we talked to Gary, uh, Gary Wilkins, who's one of our leaders. He's been in Waverly, Tennessee. It's so good to hear about the 300 volunteers that served the last three weeks in Waverly, Tennessee, helping over 60 families with their homes for Mm -hmm. free, sharing the gospel. Be praying for those in Louisiana. Uh, We're going to be there for quite a bit. Uh, Mike, say a quick prayer too not now but for the leaders who are going you know coming and going you know i think about my family that i always leave behind in buffalo to, to oh, head sure. down so be praying for all of us in our travel mercies and of course for health i mean the pandemics here That's right. and and um you know we want to we want to serve in excellence but mm. hey thank you for joining us today again go to our website 8daysofhope.com if you'd like to make a donation you can mail a check to po box 3208 tupelo mississippi 38803 that's p.o box 3208 tupelo mississippi 38803 that address is on our website and our facebook page as well mike that's it brother call it a wrap (laughs) (laughs) as we look at the clock five seconds four (laughs) seconds three hey thank you for joining us you've been listening to hope rains it's a broadcast of eight days of hope